0: Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. This is Jamie Rosenberg, Assistant Editor for the American Journal of Managed Care. In August, 17 of the nation's leading health systems announced that they were joining forces to transform healthcare for the Medicaid population, which accounts for one in five Americans. The health systems comprise of 280 hospitals, spanning 21 states and representing 5% of hospitals in the U.S. Co-led by Avia Health Innovation and former CMS Administrator Andy Slavitt of Town Hall Ventures, the project is identifying, developing, and scaling financially sustainable solutions that improve the health of the 75 million Americans on Medicaid. When the project was first announced, Slavit, in a statement, said, The current healthcare care system fails the people who need it most. The Medicaid Transformation Project will be part of a decade-long journey leading some of the best health systems in the country. Our work will deepen and refine the best innovations and then implement them at an accelerated pace at providers across the country. The five other systems anchoring the project are Advocate Aurora Health, Baylor Scott & White Health, Dignity Health, Geisinger, and Providence St. Joseph Health. The project is setting its focus on five critical challenges facing the Medicaid population, including both medical and social needs. To get more insight into these five challenges and how the project will address them, we sat down with Dr. Molly Coy. Dr. Molly Coy is an Executive in Residence with Avia and a member of the Board of Directors at Aetna. To begin, can you give some background on this initiative, the idea behind its formation, the different partners, its goals? So, Avi itself is an organization
1: of 35 different delivery systems, and they are working with us to identify and adopt digital solutions that can solve some of the most pressing problems in healthcare. And in the last couple of years of work with our members, Medicaid and the larger issues of underserved populations became more and more urgent and pressing. And as a result of that, we suggested to our membership, perhaps we should organize a project around this that would be larger than our individual studies and work on a particular type of technology. It would cut across different types Of problems that are particularly acute in populations like Medicaid or more broadly underserved populations. So as a result of that, very rapidly we were pretty overwhelmed by the response. A very large proportion of our members signed on for this focused effort and eventually all of our members will benefit from this. But in the short run, we're working very closely with a network of 18 of our members focusing on
0: this. And so what are some unique challenges facing Medicaid populations?
1: Well, for example, maternal and infant health is a big issue because Medicaid women, when they're pregnant, tend to come for their prenatal appointments less often than in the other insurance categories, like commercial insurance. And as a result, they often have problems that aren't detected early in their pregnancy and addressed. So that would be one example. Another example is that because fewer physicians take Medicaid than other forms of insurance, many Medicaid beneficiaries wind up going to the emergency room for care that doesn't necessarily need to be provided in the emergency room, or they come to the emergency room with very severe conditions because they haven't been able to get primary care. And so when we say a problem is particularly concentrated in the Medicaid population, it doesn't mean that you don't see it sometimes in all the other populations but it tends to be a particularly bad problem for Medicaid and underserved populations. So very quickly, substance abuse, mental and behavioral health, um, emergency room, relying on the emergency room um, too much, maternal and infant health, and I think we haven't identified the fifth one yet, but an example of what we might tackle would be specialty access because A lot of Medicaid patients have to wait three to six months for an appointment with a specialist because there aren't many specialists willing to see them.
0: And so the project, as you mentioned, will focus on five critical challenges facing these populations. Can you kind of just give a deeper dive into why it's so important to address these challenges?
1: Well, I'll I'll start with the first challenge that we're working on, which is the emergency department utilization. It's widely recognized by government policymakers, by health plans that ensure Medicaid populations, and by the delivery systems that are really on the front line, that this is a critical problem. That a huge amount of resources are absorbed in caring for people not in the right place and not at the right time. And many, many of these could be avoided by having access to good primary care, by having urgent care alternatives, and increasingly by digital solutions where patients can go on and learn more from their health system about their condition and what they need to do and have a virtual version of a call center. So there are many solutions to this. And so we will be spending, we're already in the middle of it, we'll be spending about four months doing a deep dive on all of the potential solutions and then working with our member network to identify which ones are most feasible, most likely to be successful, where there's good evidence that some early adopters have had good results. And then we help them actually go through the process of making the decision, contracting with the companies that have the digital solutions, adopting them, actually standing them up inside their health organizations and delivering the services. And it's very rewarding when we get the stories back about the impact of these improvements because not only the patients across many, many of the improvements that we've helped support are very satisfied. Their satisfaction rate goes up quite dramatically, but also that the physicians and nurses and the health system administrators are satisfied because they're using their resources more productively to really get traction on big problems.
0: So there are 17 health systems who join together for the effort. How do you think having this diverse group of systems working together will help identify best practices and in turn improve out these outcomes?
1: Well, it's it's a very rich combination of these different types of delivery systems. So for example, we have one member Presbyterian in New Mexico that has Um, I believe well over 400,000 managed care lives now, and they cover Medicaid, and they're a part of this. So they have a good deal of experience in seeing what you can do under capitation, where you traditionally couldn't get paid by Medicaid for providing some kinds of care, for example, for social determinants of health. Um, But in a capitated system, They could experiment more and learn what kinds of uses of the funds could actually help meet people's problems best, so that's a big help. Another system, Providence, is spread across a number of states, and we all know that Medicaid is essentially a state program, so there are very big differences in what those state Medicaid programs allow and encourage. And with that in mind, when we see that in one state a particular policy, for example, makes it more possible to do the things for maternal infant health or for opioid problems, then we can promote with our members, like Providence, that have representation in other states, we can try to transfer those learnings and get contracts with, that, with the other state Medicaid agencies that allow the kind of improvements that we want to make. So in some cases we're learning from each other internally about the actual care systems and in others we're going to learn about what we need to push for in policy.
0: How important is it to engage these vulnerable populations in their healthcare and the different healthcare decisions they'll be making?
1: Well, that's one of the exciting things about the orientation that Avia has to digital solutions is that by their nature, most of these solutions promote and increase patient engagement. The way you get pregnant women to have better outcomes is by texting them and calling them and then getting them to be more participatory, not only to come in for more of their prenatal examinations, but also in between the exams, they can get special reminders and educational items. They can ask questions and get an answer from a chatbot. And so there's a real opportunity to have engagement on a weekly or daily basis if that's helpful rather than just waiting for the appointments, And one of the things that's very satisfying is that unlike the general expectation that many people have, that Medicaid populations wouldn't have access to technology or participate. In fact, there's a very high rate of adoption of smartphones and if we include texting using um, cell phones, we can reach most of the population. There definitely is a smaller segment that is really has to be reached personally, but we can make the job for the health system much easier and for the patients much more comforting, the kind of thing that builds trust and confidence because they're able to communicate more often.
0: And so we see a lot of attention on social determinants of health now. Is this something that the project will also address? I should have pointed that out because all of our member systems uniformly said, you know,
1: social determinants is not another topic like maternal infant or substance abuse, that actually social determinants is like the base for all of what we do in all of those areas because things like transportation, access to housing, good nutrition, basic health literacy, all of those things cut across all the other topics. So we've already done a very deep period of research and study on social determinants, and then we'll be increasing that in each of these different areas that we touch.
0: And so do you have any final thoughts or anything you think is important to bring up that we haven't talked about? No, I think that I would just say because I have been health commissioner in two states,
1: That and ran the Medicaid program in California, that it's very exciting to see the public health goals for um, increased equity in access to health care and improving the health of populations be something that's rising in priority for all of the health systems in the country as well.
0: To learn more about the latest news and updates in Medicaid, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes.